This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cluster B personality disorders are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional, and unpredictable thoughts and behavior. From Ars Longa Media, this is Cluster B, scientifically informed, expert insights into the four Cluster B personality types, antisocial, borderline, narcissistic, and histrionic personality disorder. Here's today's host, Dr. Todd Grande. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. Today's question is, what is the relationship between attachment styles and borderline personality disorder and comorbid borderline and narcissistic personality disorders? Now, to help answer this question about attachment and borderline personality disorder, I'm going to be using a study that was published in 2014 by Diamond and colleagues. And I'll put the reference for this article in the description for this video. Now, first, before I get into the distinctions here with attachment styles and personality disorders, let's take a look at borderline personality disorder and narcissistic personality disorder separately. So with borderline personality disorder, we see a number of symptom criteria, including frantic efforts to avoid abandonment, unstable or intense relationships. This is an idealization devaluation cycle that we see with borderline personality disorder. Identity disturbance, impulsivity, suicidal behavior, gestures, threats, affective instability, a chronic feeling of emptiness, inappropriate intense anger, and paranoid ideation or dissociation. Now moving over to narcissistic personality disorder, we also see several symptom criteria, including a grandiose sense of self-importance, having exaggerated fantasies of success, wealth, power, feeling special or unique, requiring excessive admiration, having a sense of entitlement, tending to exploit other people, having a lack of empathy, tending to envy other people or believing that other people would envy you, and being arrogant. So we can see when we look at the symptom criteria for both of these personality disorders, that even one of these personality disorders would represent a challenge in terms of treatment. But when they're combined, this is considered particularly challenging. We see this tendency to devalue treatment and to devalue the therapist, and this can end up alienating, frustrating, provoking, and discouraging the therapist. 
So there can be a lot of difficulties, particularly with this comorbid presentation of borderline and narcissistic personality disorders. We also know that these comorbid presentations are not unusual. About 40% of individuals diagnosed with borderline personality disorder would also qualify for a diagnosis of narcissistic personality disorder. And of course, we know that specifically with narcissistic personality disorder, the dropout rate from therapy is particularly high. So in terms of these disorders and attachment, we see a theory with borderline versus comorbid borderline and narcissistic. And the theory indicates that there are differences in attachment representations as well as mentalization. And I'll talk about these in more detail. So we see with attachment, as it's measured in this study anyway, it can be divided into consistent and disorganized. The attachment styles can also be divided in terms of secure and insecure. So on the consistent side, we see a secure or valuing attachment style, and we also see a dismissing or devaluing idealizing style and a preoccupied or angrily passively entangled with past relationship style. So really, just to make this a little easier, it's securing, dismissing, and preoccupied. Now, on the disorganized side, there is a cannot classify category, which is when somebody oscillates between opposing attachment strategies and an unresolved category. But for the purpose of this particular study here, these were collapsed. So we were just left with the secure attachment style, dismissing was collapsed with cannot classify, and preoccupied was collapsed with unresolved. And that's because there's literature that indicates that there's not many differences between dismissing and cannot classify or preoccupied and unresolved, that the constructs are actually fairly similar and don't offer a lot of value in terms of drawing distinctions. So we're left with these three categories, these three attachment representations. So what's the theory in terms of borderline and comorbid borderline and narcissistic personality disorders? Well, what we see is with borderline personality disorder, we would see a tendency for someone to have a preoccupied or unresolved attachment style. And with comorbid borderline and narcissistic, we'd expect to see more dismissing and secondarily preoccupied. And interestingly, these two categories, these two attachment styles, would correspond with the constructs of grandiose and vulnerable narcissism. So even though I talked about narcissistic personality disorder before in terms of the symptom criteria, there's a theory that you can really divide narcissism into these grandiose and vulnerable types. So it's interesting that the attachment styles also seem to match that. Again, the dismissing lining up with grandiose and the preoccupied style lining up with vulnerable. So another theory with these disorders has to do with mentalization and that was also looked at in the study. And we know from prior research that if we consider mentalization in terms of reflective functioning, that's the ability to reflect on mental states, one's own and others, in the context of attachment experiences, we know that for both borderline and comorbid borderline and narcissistic personality disorders, we would expect to see low levels of reflective functioning, low levels of mentalization. So what were the findings from this particular study? What were the results? So with the group that had borderline personality disorder, they were more likely to be in the preoccupied unresolved category. About 65% of those participants could be classified that way. Now with the comorbid borderline plus narcissistic personality disorder, we see that they were more likely to be in the dismissing or cannot classify category. About 55% of the participants 
were in that category. And as far as that theory around reflective functioning, both groups were found to have low reflective functioning, low levels of mentalization. So what can we learn from all these findings? How can this be applied to clinical practice? Well, findings like these can help clinicians understand that some individuals with comorbid borderline and narcissistic personality disorders will shift focus away from relationships. That's that dismissing element. But also, others may shift mental states between dismissing and preoccupied. So we may see shifts between grandiose and vulnerable narcissism in the context of comorbid borderline and narcissistic personality disorders. For more content like this, check out Healthy Toxic, another podcast from Ars Longa Media, all about what makes or breaks relationships, including issues related to narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and how personality disorders affect relationships. Ars Longa, Vita Brevitz. Learn more at ArsLonga.media. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.